Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zane. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C and Romoran in our matching WWE Performance Center t-shirts and Rowan the SHIT join you as well sabing ani ro kanina during the pre-show uh, it's Rowan's OJT so it's up to you people in the comments people who are watching the live stream people listening on Spotify if you're checking out the audio only version to let us know how Rowan is doing if you think na he deserves a 5 star rating from you then let us know if you think na eh, may points for improvement yung intern natin let us know as well just try to be nice okay so You know, before we start things, uh, Rowan, buhay ka pa ba? Of course. <laughs> Medyo kanakabahan, uh, pero kakayanin naman. Relax, relax, right? It's a conversation. We're all just talking about wrestling. Tapos kami, kakagaling na namin ang tryout. Kasi <laughs> we're in a yeah, matching. Yeah, pretty much. Hindi natin pinag-usapan. Hindi kami coordinated, all right? So, yeah. I, uh, this is really just a shirt I wanted to put on today. I'm sure for Rowan, it was the same thing. Lots to talk about for tonight. Um, it was a very packed week in wrestling, as always. You know, we had the Royal Rumble premium live event nung Sunday Manila time. And then the news cycle just kept going and going and going. So we're going to break it all for you and we'll let you know our thoughts about everything that's happened. But first off, we have another giveaway from our friends from Mega, the Cloud Wars site, and our friends from Machong Chismisan. May raffle tayo ulit at the end of the show. So stick around for that if you send in your entry. And you can also be part of our watch parties like over the weekend. You know, just taking part in the Royal Rumble festivities. So, Ro, how can you be a part of that? All right, all right. So all you got to do to be a part of our watch parties is the premium live events of, you know, well, the next one is coming up in a couple of weeks. It is Elimination Chamber from Saudi Arabia. All you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for only as low as 250 pesos a month to get access to our Discord server where we do the watch parties and where we're talking about wrestling and sports and all other fun stuff. Um, you can also get access to our exclusive review content of all the pay-per-views and weekly TV shows um, after they happen. Uh, you also get merch. We also do pasabais from WWE Shop, Shop AEW Pro Wrestling Tees. And we also have our new line of merch coming up soon. And 
patrons get first dibs on it for free because that's part of what they paid for. And yeah, that's all of the fun stuff you can get by being a Patreon subscriber. Again, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. So Admin Jackie has linked it in the comments for you. Uh, again, for as low as 50 pesos a month. All right, so let's start off with the biggest thing on our news cycle from last night. Uh, I was seeing the name Shane McMahon trend on Twitter. And no, it's not just because he made a return at the Royal Rumble. Um, apparently, ang sabi-sabi is that Shane McMahon is reportedly no longer with WWE. So I'm, I'm going to excuse myself from this conversation. I'll, I'll let Ro take the lead here. Okay, so a lot of things have happened uh, for Shane McMahon. It's been a crazy past few days for Shane O'Mac, the son of the son of the chairman. So first, you saw him in the Royal Rumble match where he pretty much tried to make a name for himself, despite you know not being on TV for quite a while now. And then after that, uh, it turns out there were rumors and plans for him to appear in Elimination Chamber and be a part of WrestleMania. Tapos, uh, but also because of that, uh, because of his Royal Rumble uh, involvement, there was major heat on him because he tried to make big changes to the Royal Rumble match, to the men's Royal Rumble match, rather, because he was given a producer role for that by Vince. And apparently, he tried to make it all about himself. And he tried to put himself over in the match just because he wanted to. And that rubbed a lot of people backstage the wrong way. So there was a lot of heat backstage for Shane's politicking and pabida uh, uh, behavior. And now that brings us to tonight or last night where we found out that Shane may or may not have been let go quietly from the WWE. So uh, this one, okay, see, I see Glendale's comments in the comment. Uh, he says that WWE is budget cutting. I don't think this is a budget cut because there was a lot of heat going around for Shane for trying to make himself the star of the Royal Rumble match. And apparently he was also confrontational and basically a little rude about, you know, making the changes he wanted to make. So, yeah, weird. <laughs> it's such a weird past few days for Shane McMahon. Rowan, what do you think of all this, man? What did you, what did you, first of all, what did you think? of how his involvement in the match itself went down. Well, yung involvement niya sa Royal Rumble, ko nagustuhan ko because I did I don't like Shane McMahon at all. Like lalo na nung na-overexpose siya. And now he he went business into himself na pumasok din sa Rumble. I've always known Shane McMahon uh doing everything to impress Vince, pero I think this was his last straw and he got fired. All I, all I can say is, I think he doesn't need to be in the WWE or in the wrestling business. And I think he can find success somewhere. <laughs> wow. Wow. Like, all I was asking, like, what did you think? And then are, are you all, he doesn't deserve to be in the wrestling business. Like, wow. Abby, Abby, may bagong kaaway dito. I just want to say that because a lot of people are like making memes like, oh, all elite na see Shane McMahon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, apparently, if you have people who don't normally complain backstage complaining about you, you probably done messed up, A.A. Ron. So uh, I guess I guess that was, I think he was to blame, I guess, also for the the weird men's rumble that everyone loved to shit on. So yeah, they did something about it and now he's gone. Uh, I don't know if that fixes things. I don't know if that makes up for the lackluster Royal Rumble. But I guess they can still do something about it when they really want to do something about it, you know? 
Yeah, uh, it, it's no, no, Julian. I really just don't want to be part of the conversation for obvious reasons. So yun lang, uh, you know, I, I respect the contract I signed. So that that's really all there is to it. Yeah. Um, it's just really a big thing. Na alam mo yun, even here on the podcast, I prekelangan niya row and row and pag-usapan yun because Shane McMahon was trending on Twitter, right? And it's been three days since the Royal Rumble, so definitely some other stuff must have gone down for you know for Shane to trend in this manner. Yeah. Uh, uh, so wait, sorry, sorry. I just I just wanted to add because I forgot to add that. Uh, go now. In addition to Shane getting fired and Shane getting heat on him, there were so many changes to the men's Royal Rumble match that nawala yung pagka uh, meticulously planned niya. That led to the match that we saw and the match that you apparently a lot of people did not like, and it also caused uh, reported low morale with the you know with the wrestlers backstage. So it's not a fun time apparently to be in the WWE right now. Uh, I don't know how much you can say that. Um, just said we can only judge by uh what we hear from these reports, but uh, I don't know what they can do. Uh, I think it's time that something has to change, <laughs> but I don't think that's happening anytime soon, yeah. So, yeah, uh, uh you want to go to the next item, yeah, 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 sure. But I'm gonna contribute. So yeah, so yeah, so yeah. All right, let's get to our next item. Uh, another name that trended on Twitter over the last 24 hours is Brian Kendrick. Uh, now, this is a very weird story here because uh, earlier this week, Brian Kendrick uh, was saying that he had requested his release and then apparently WWE had granted the request of the release and he was being promoted for AEW. He was supposed to face John Moxley on Dynamite Kanina and then that didn't happen because we all woke up to the news that uh, see David Bick- uh, Bixen's facts, um, Bixen's Bixen's rather. Span. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and other people on Twitter, they had unearthed all these old interviews that Brian Kendrick had given where he made these anti-Semitic remarks uh, talking about the Holocaust denial and a lot of very problematic things that I don't want to quote anymore. And uh, so see Tony Khan, he tweeted after a few hours, and I quote, we've been made aware of abhorrent and offensive comments made in the past by Brian Kendrick. There's no room in AEW for the views expressed by Brian. We think it's best for all that Brian be pulled from tonight's card as we gather more info we'll announce a replacement bout ASAP. So yung replacement bout was Wheeler Yura. That's why Brian Kendrick was not even mentioned on this week's Dynamite. So um, where are we going to start here, Ro? Because this is all really just strange. Uh, I'm not going to debate the propriety of whether or not um, Brian Kendrick should have been let go. Because naturally, he should have. And he didn't really make a... Apology statement that sounded sincere. Parang uh, people still don't know how to apologize, right? Do you want to and read that... word for word yung ano apology niya? Uh, okay, sure, sure. Do you have it? Yeah, I have it. So Brian All Kendrick right. tweeted this morning, mga 10-ish a.m., and I quote, I spread the most vile comments without thinking of the damage it would cause. I will live with this regret for the rest of my life. I am truly sorry for the pain I have caused. I apologize for all the hurt and embarrassment I have caused with my words. These are not my beliefs and never were beliefs of mine. And I crossed the line. So there, that's where it ends. That, it, it was almost good. It was almost good. But he said that these were not my beliefs. So they were once your beliefs if you said these things, right? Like, come on, this, might as well own up to it and admit now, okay, this was problematic. And uh, I, this was not me. That was the most important part. This was not me now because that was me from 10 years ago, right? So uh, I'm not going to debate again. Like I said, I'm not going to debate how right or wrong this move was. But I just, I just want to kind of call out the fact that if Tony Khan can actually listen to the people and 
uh, fire someone people deem problematic, then why hasn't he done the same thing for other people? I'm not going to name names because I don't want to stir up any drama. But there are other people on the show that uh, are even worse than this, I think. And they still have a job. And Tony Khan himself has been a target of uh, uh, ire from the internet wrestling community. And he didn't really hold himself accountable. So it's just really convenient uh, just because this guy doesn't have a contract with us and he hasn't really signed with us yet. Um, we can easily throw him under the bus and uh, consider him expendable. So that's really messed up to me. That's the bigger mess up to me, I believe. I just find it really strange then yung timing of it all. I mean, yes, I get it. Na sobrang bilis kasi, diba? So he uh, parted ways with WWE. He was about to get into AEW. And then, like, bakit ngayon lang hinukay lahat ng mga resibo, diba? I mean, these, these, some of these interviews are from like a decade ago. And for the longest time, si Brian Kendrick, his reputation had pretty much been sort of spotless. Yeah. Like, remember yeah. when he returned nung Cruiserweight Classic, everyone was singing his praises. And up until now, everyone loved Brian Kendrick. Yeah, I think he didn't get a fair shot at defending himself. But yun nga eh, uh, because he wasn't signed to AEW, doesn't have a contract, they found him expendable. So that's kind of messed up too. So if other people can get like a second chance, like why not Brian Kendrick? Assuming he, you know, apologizes the right way. Ikaw, Rowan, do you have any thoughts on this? Well, all I can say is sayang siya. Uh, it was really disappointing and nakaka turn off. Um, the match being canceled itself, not, not disappointed though because I was looking forward to it. But let's look at the bigger picture. Must disappointing yung what he believed in, and this is something that I would get turned off with celebrities or kaya mga wrestlers when they have this type of belief belief that is out of this world. Tapos it's kind of problematic as well. Kaya good move for AEW then uh, they did some actions. Right. Yeah that, yeah, that makes sense. Man. Um, I just want I just want it to be consistent, lang, uh, with the enforcement. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, we we live in a world then where, as Glendale mentions, the cancel culture is real, uh, for better or for worse. For the most part, kind of worse actually, because you know, As Rose said before, uh, Brian Kendrick had the chance to properly defend himself or whatever. It's it's really a thing. I mean, look at Evangeline Lilly, uh, You know, she attends the anti-vax rally, and then you na So you know, um, it's it's a it's a it's a weird time. You know, just that's different figure. though. That's different. That's anti-vax. Like she was, you know, she was uh, really there, and you know, she knew what she was doing. That's that's way different from this. Okay, fine, fine. That that you have a point there. All right, let's move on to the next item on our list, and it is about one original bro. So, uh, it, ito, apparently, Sabini Sean Ross Sap from Fightful is apparently not true, but there's word, there's rumors going around now. Apparently, Matt Riddle was the original pick to win the Rumble. Again, I'm gonna excuse myself from this out of delicadeza. Uh, yeah, and so that's I saw those rumors um, that Matt Riddle could have been the, the the Royal Rumble winner, and Admin Jackie could have won some cash, but uh, <laughs> apparently it's not true. But but uh, that's not the end. If anyone here is a Riddle fan who wants to see him win the World Championship, uh, there's apparently another rumor that says that Orton and Riddle are bound to do their destined breakup soon, and part of that is uh, giving Riddle a shot or a run 
with the WWE Championship at Elimination Chamber. So uh, according to those rumors, uh, they're not going to break up and fight unless it's for the championship. So Rowan, what do you think of this? Uh, is, is it time? Is, do you think he's ready for it? Well, first of all, nung nalaman ko na yung, uh, there was a rumor that Riddle was supposed to be winning the Rumble match. Hindi ako agad naniwala, pero you know, this victory would have surprised me if it did happen. And because naman ma-disappoint ako na knowing that Brock would win. Pero with Brock winning kasi parang gano naman talaga mangyayari. Pero you know, uh, this is something that would be surprising talaga. Yeah, um, it is really surprising. I don't know if it's the right time for it. Like, they still have a lot of debt, debt to repay, like with Big E. Uh, I'm never going to shut up about that. But um, I guess it's something new. I just hope that they're ready for the backlash for that. Because that is not going to be a safe move at all for obvious reasons. I'm sure a lot of people already know why uh, that is not a good move PR-wise. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it's going to be a very interesting elimination chamber just because of the lineup. Actually, Mamiya Pagusapa natin yon. And we're going to probably be doing predictions in about a couple of weeks then, right before the premium live event happens uh, in Saudi Arabia. Uh, let's get to our last item. So, so Dave Meltzer gave the Cody and Sammy ladder match a five star rating. And people on Twitter are obviously talking about it. Um, I, I can't say that I agree. Yeah, me neither. Because uh, I know, like, okay, I, I don't want to police anyone's opinion. Because the way you enjoy wrestling is completely your way. Like, if you loved Melina versus Alicia Fox and consider it an all-time classic, that's on you, and nobody can take that away from you. But uh, in, in the same way, um, if you think that Sammy and Cody deserve five stars, then that's also on you. That's one man's opinion, and that. Uh, what is Dave Meltzer's job? And what is our job than us sharing our own opinions about? But I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't, it was good, but I don't think it deserves that, um, that amount of, uh, that amount of stars. And I find, I think it's time to retire the star system. Like the star system is super weird to me. Like, uh, I, I don't like it as a form of grading matches. It doesn't leave a lot of nuance to be discussed. And we can talk about wrestling and why we like matches without having to grade uh, grade them in some weird arbitrary uh, star system. Okay, I- I'm glad someone's finally said this. Uh, I think they yung to grading system. But hey, I told you guys, this is the best ladder match in two years at AEW. And- uh, I think it's the most enjoyable ladder match. Uh, ng ladder match na ko. Yeah, Even... it was pretty fun. I, I, I rewa- sorry, sorry to cut you off. Uh, I rewatched it again, and it was uh, pretty good from the first time I saw it. See, Roman says Cody hate train again. I actually don't hate it. Uh, I think I thought it was nice. I just didn't agree with the five stars. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, you mentioned that there's something, I, I guess, amiss with the five-star system if you're going to be grading wrestling matches based on how much you like them, right? To me, I look at it as just subjective. It's either you like it or you don't like it. Because if you're going to put a grade to it, that's not consistent. Like, I don't think that the cody Sami match was as good as the North American Championship ladder match at that takeover in 2018. Like That one was really crazy, and I really love that one. And I don't love this one on the same level. So 
uh, to me, do I think they both deserve five stars? I think one of them deserves it more than the other. Like when you're giving out grades in school, diba? like you know, bakit ako nagkauno, but ako nagkados, diba? parang may, may rubric yan eh. And like with a five star rating system, regardless kung sino mang journalist yan, it's like, so, so any rubrics mo? Like I kind of want more transparency, <laughs> yeah. I guess. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I don't know what constitutes a five star match. That is a really, really good point that I did not uh, think about until now. Diba? Napaka arbitrary niya eh. So, like, I get it when people will say na, uh, rankings are arbitrary and reductive because in this case, it kind of is. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not saying it's a bad match. Again, uh, I liked it in the moment. And uh, it's, just, it's just weird that we're doing this. Uh, we're, we're, we're suddenly hyping it up from this random episode of Dynamite. But okay, go, go, go do your thing. Yeah. So, yeah, Emil's right. It's, it's very subjective and it has always been subjective. So, you know, that's that. So yeah, uh, let's stick to AEW here and talk about the Hardy Boys because Matt Hardy went on Twitch and he confirmed that Jeff Hardy apparently turned down an induction into the WWE Hall of Fame for 2022. So what do you know about this row? No, no, no. Let's, uh, uh, okay, so before I throw the row in because I, I cut him off, Kanina, uh, I just wanted to say that apparently uh, Jeff's test came clean and he wasn't high, he wasn't drunk he wasn't messed up or anything he was just hurt and they stopped apparently they stopped him from leaving the match because he was hurt and that was when he said f it and just left so and then um after they found out wwe tried to offer jeff a uh spot in the 2022 hall of fame which he turned down rightfully so so rowan what do you think of this uh this reminds me of that enzo amori situation where i know he got fired because he didn't notify the officials kung yung problema niya. And then, with Jeff, pa- parang uh, hindi niya pinaalam. I mean, alam niya sa sarili niya na hindi naman siya nag-bisho. Pero, uh, WWE could have uh, investigated more. Like, hindi muna siya finire. Like, they could have like, they could they could have re- uh, wrote him off of the storyline. And then, ayusin muna nila yung problema. It, pero wala. They fired him and it's WWE's loss now that they want him back. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they did kind of mess up looking back when they offered him rehab and then it turned out it wasn't a drug problem, which I I believe now because uh, he did Jeff did say once that he's trying to get better, Diva. Right? So it's on us. It's on us to look bad as well for doubting him, uh, for uh, thinking he relapsed, Diva. Right? So uh, I'll eat crow and say that... Um, Jeff didn't deserve that firing, and he's definitely right in turning it down, uh, turning whatever offer WWE has down. Yeah, a uh, very um, sticky situation. But uh, Matt Hardy used this platform on Twitch because he does stream regularly to clarify, to uh, you know, be able to to deliver Jeff's message out there. So yon, um, that's gonna take care of you news outside the ring for this week. We're gonna take our first break. When we come back, we'll do a quick review of the Royal Rumble Premium Live event. We'll also talk about Raw and the build towards Elimination Chamber and a bit about Dynamite from this morning. And we'll be looking back on the 10-year anniversary of WWFX right after we tell you how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. 
right guys so as you know there always there's always a sale on lazada so if you are getting everything you want and need because a hashtag nasa lazada and you can uh, support the podcast in the process by using our affiliate link it is podlink.co slash iam podlink.co slash the letters iam and type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the mobile app and what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you and now a quick break here from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Right before we get to yung kumu shoutouts natin, just reminding everybody once again to please give us those sweet, sweet five-star ratings on Spotify. If you really love the content we've been putting out, please subscribe to the show on Spotify and give us that five-star rating. Let's boost the uh, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast's credibility on Spotify. Right, time for some shoutouts over on Kumu. All right, uh, saying hey to D Goods one who has been commenting uh, uh, for uh, the past few minutes now. He says, uh, whoa, burn bridges, uh, referring to Jeff Hardy. Uh, CM Punk part two. I don't think it's that bad. I think he has the leverage to, uh, to, bur- to quote unquote, turn down uh, the WWE. Uh, he says induction that's messed up. Yeah, it really is messed up. That's why I don't think it's burning bridges. It's WWE stumbling on their own uh, foot. Uh, Admin Angelo says, "Ano kaya scoring system ni Dave Meltzer's mga matches? We will never know." Uh, Admin Angelo has been sending us halo halo. Oh, thank uh, you. Isabel SSS has been sending us halo halo as well. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, uh, thank you, D Goods One for. Um, for talking about uh for talking about wrestling with us. Com01 says STFU fuckers. Well, fuck you too, dude. Uh I don't know why you stumbled on uh our live stream, but you are the one watching our live stream and we're not the ones watching your live stream. So thank you for the view. Uh Rapineda1234 has just followed us. Thank you, man. Thank you to everyone who has tuned in so far. I hope you guys are enjoying the wrestling talk. Smash those hearts on Kumu. Para lang uh, malaman ng mga tao na wrestling talk All right. Let's talk about the Royal Rumble Premium Live event. And the first question coming out of the show is, did you like the winners? Let's start with Rowan. What did you think about Ronda <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Brock as this year's Royal Rumble match winners? Okay, with, with Ronda, well, I didn't expect that I mean, it, although the rumors... We had the rumors, though. All right, uh, we, we had the rumors, <laughs> but I didn't expect that she would actually show up I was really having my bet with Liv, pero wala, na eliminate na siya na maaga. Pero she she was likely to win yung isa siya sa mga natira sa match. Now with Brock, uh, because of the result of what have happened prior the Roy, uh, the men's Royal Rumble match, alam ko siya na mananalo eh, since 
medyo baliktad yung what we heard from the rumors. So, we, we thought Brock was gonna retain and Roman will enter the Rumble, diba? So, with this, uh, I'm not, a, I'm a little bit disappointed, pero, and I'm not surprised at all. So, when you, when you, when you, when we saw that Brock lost, you knew for a fact, or you, you were sure that he was gonna enter the Rumble and win. Yeah, matik na yun. All right. Okay. Uh, sige. Um, as for me, uh, I like, I don't know. I don't know if you liked it, but uh, I liked Ronda winning because it was nice. Uh, I missed Ronda, even though I wanted Liv to win. But as with many people, and like I said on TikTok, uh, Brock didn't need to win because he already had an in with the the with the Universal Championship feud with Roman. But they did do a good job of explaining it. Uh, last Monday on Raw, when Brock said that he was competing for the uh, WWE Championship and he wanted to compete for the Universal Championship and he wanted to win all the belts, I think that made sense for Brock's character. Na and he wanted to win everything. So okay, that made sense, but I still don't think it was a good idea. I think someone else should have won it and let him uh, just feud for the Universal Championship. And not made him look like such a greedy little bastard. See, Bruce said in the comments that Brock winning felt like a SmackDown versus Raw moment in the video game when you could influence your Royal Rumble entry number, go on last, and then just go beast mode on all the remaining people in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, when Brock came out, you knew, oh, hey, there's no way people were going to beat Brock especially this late in the game because like, uh, in the 2020 Rumble uh, you could have still seen Brock get eliminated halfway yeah I think it depends because uh, there's another Rumble I can point to I think it was 2017 Taker now when you have all those other threats na, who, who could believably take Brock down yon, para, ah, okay yeah right uh, it, it's possible that he'll get or like you know si Drew in 2020 but uh, Brock coming out at number 30 and then seeing the remaining field, parang even I was like, ah, okay. So we're going to go there. Okay, cool. So yun. Um, I'm going to agree with uh, with the Ronda thing because I actually popped for, for Ronda coming back. Um, I don't know. Uh, remember when, when Ronda was at the top of the Raw Women's Division, but everybody was really hating her from the internet. And um, it's, it's really interesting to see that uh, you know, I guess she's been gone long enough, almost three years. Now, when she came back in the Royal Rumble, people were generally pretty happy. Yeah. Uh, and now she doesn't trust the people, which is weird. So um, in, in this case, I would actually trust her. On, I, but it wasn't her fault. You know, it wasn't her fault the last time. Uh, it was because of Becky. And uh, Becky was drowning her out with her with her face work. So... Now that the tables have turned, I think now is a good time for her to come back to the light and and be cool. Don't be weird about it. Don't be weird, Ronnie. Uh, say what's up to the star of Midnight Asia on Netflix, Crystal, joining us here on the live stream tonight. Hey, Crystal, thank you so much for being part of the chat. Uh, what did you think was the biggest surprise of the show? So there's Bad Bunny, there's Melina, Shane O'Mac, Rhonda. For me, because it was hardcore country. Like hearing that music, I didn't think that we would hear that. Or, uh, well, I, I guess I expected Mickey James to be impact Mickey James, but like hearing the song Talaga was the biggest surprise for me. Uh, for me, I 
Well, Rhonda was a good surprise because uh, the rumors said that it, they weren't sure yet if she was coming. But outside of Rhonda, uh, I thought Melina was a good surprise. I didn't see anything that said she was coming. So that was really good. Uh, Shane and Bad Bunny already knew. So hindi siya nakagulat for me. You got Rowan. Biggest surprise for you? Uh, it, it would go to Melina since uh, I, I'm a huge fan of Melina. Also, I'm a, I, I, I kind of like her. Boy. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying you like Melina. Oh, uh. <laughs> and um, some men's rumble, well, no, well, naman surprising. Uh, although Bad Bunny's performance was really incredible. Yeah, uh, I, I also popped for the Bad Bunny return. That was pretty good. Um, Sarah Logan getting a mention here in the comments from Admin Jack. Right, um, right. That was also a big deal. Yeah, that was good. I, I also didn't know she was coming, so that was a fun thing. Although, uh, kind of iffy that they fired they fired her and then they get her for like a one night uh, thing just because they could. Um, it's it's just really weird that this uh, this particular Royal Rumble was used to uh, bring back some people who didn't deserve to get fired in the first place. If you guys have seen your mga post uh, Royal Rumble content on YouTube, you can find a video of Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan reuniting on screen. So uh, that's a pretty heartwarming moment as well if you want to check that out. All right, uh, let's talk about the continuation of the Lesnar, uh, Reigns, and Heyman saga. So this was also a shocker coming at the Royal Rumble event, na you know Paul Heyman turned on Brock Lesnar agad-agad. Wala pa silang one month na nag-reunite, and here we are. Uh, he's the wise man all over again. So, did anybody have this on their Royal Rumble bingo card? No, no. Uh, yeah, because again, I'm going to point to the rumors and say that that's not what I was expecting. But it feels more to me like a last-minute thing than a master plan. Like I don't see how this was the whole thing. So, yeah, as you said, it was only a month before uh, between the alignment with Brock and then turning on Brock. So I don't think this was well thought out. Uh, I guess they found that um, Roman without Paul wasn't a good fit. So, uh, yeah, but I do like it though. Um, I do like the fact that Paul was more is more loyal to Roman now. Because it uh, I'm also kind of tired of the Paul Brock shtick. Like I know a lot of people popped for it. I know a lot of people did the did the the intro with Paul, but I would much rather see the new pairing and see how they can flesh that out a little more. Ikaw Rowan, nagulat ka ba na nangyari to? Uh, yes, actually. Kasi I thought invalidate ma invalid or excuse me, invalid na yung Sinabi ko nung day one prediction natin na Paul Heyman is still aligned with Roman Reigns. But hey, it happened. It actually happened. Uh, pero on, on Royal Rumble siya nangyari. I actually believed on the rumors na baliktad ang mangyayari uh, that Roe reported that we have been talking about for, for several times already. What did you guys think of the Roman and Rollins match? Because I thought that really stood out. Sobrang ganda nung storytelling nila with uh, Seth really playing Joker to, I guess, Roman Reigns is really twisted than Dark Batman. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Um, it was That was a match of the night for me. But uh, I know a lot of people didn't like the DQ finish, but I thought it really made a lot of sense. And I compare it to a TV show or a heavy TV show or a heavy movie that is telling a good story. But remember, not all good stories have a happy ending. So uh, to me, uh, 
it made complete narrative sense that Roman would get so pissed off that he wouldn't let the, the submission go. And I appreciated the story they were trying to tell. Uh, sorry na lang na you guys wanted a feel-good moment. But sometimes you don't get a feel-good moment. Yeah. Uh, Rowan, did you pop for the Shield entrance and the Shield uh, attire? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I I like tiny details. And I like how Roman reacted na nagulat siya. Uh, the facial expression yo, was priceless. I love it. Ang ganda ng callback din yung end, right? When Roman was just going ape-ish on Seth Rollins with the chair. Uh, basically turning the tables on how Seth turned on the shield in 2014. So all, all of these details being tied uh, into, the, into the match, into the ending. Really good stuff from uh, Seth freaking Rollins and Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble Premium Live event. Any other thoughts about the Rumble before we move on to Raw? Now we covered it. Um, it's not a great rumble by any means, but I didn't thought I didn't think it was like super bad or super worst ever. It's just that people were disappointed, and when you get disappointed by a company which no longer has a lot of goodwill, if at all, then yung feeling they might amplify like by a thousand times, and that's why people are so mad about it now. All right, let's move on to Monday Night Raw. And, well, we already know yung field for the Elimination Chamber. So, diretso na agad uh, uh, to February 19th. We've got three weeks until the next premium live event. And that's the field for the WWE Championship match. So, looking at everyone on the board, we kind of already discussed si Riddle kanina na he might be the front runner to win this. Um, what do you guys think about the way that this all came together? Let's start with Roe. Okay, uh, first they had um, people who were grandfathered in to, to the match. So Brock and Seth both lost their title matches in uh, unsatisfactory fashion. So they, they um, Adam Pierce makes up for it by you know putting in them in the match without a qualify without having to qualify. So okay, done. It made sense to me. Um, I also like that the other three spots weren't um, weren't given out just because. So. Austin Theory, AJ Styles, and Riddle had to work for it. And yeah, I, I couldn't complain because we all like to complain about how people don't do qualifying matches anymore. And now they actually qualified. So that's a plus for me. That's a, that's a win for me. Yeah, it actually lasted throughout the entire show. But we had like three singles matches, all for the Elimination Chamber spot. So I really appreciated that. Igao Rowan, what did you think about the way they set this up? Uh, same as Ro. Uh, I like na nag-qualifying match sila. Kasi back in Survivor Series, even in the Royal Rumble, they can just get in. Like, are they signing some paper backstage? We wouldn't know. So, ito, it goes to show na their qualifying match still exists. Yeah, yeah. Um, Qualifying matches, always a uh, plus in our book. Say what's up, by the way, to our uh, good friend of the podcast, Renzo Magnaya. Congratulations on a stellar run in the radio industry. And on behalf of the podcast, we wish you all the best of luck in your future endeavors, my friend. Yeah, and of the ano, voice acting fa- royal family. Oh, the, the legendary VO family. Though, the Magnaya clan. The scion of the Magnaya clan. The bloodline. <laughs> the bloodline. <laughs> they the ones, bro. <laughs> All right, um, let's talk about Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens because Seth got uh, inserted agad into the chamber match whereas KO had to compete for his spot which he didn't get because he lost to Austin Theory. So the question is, are we getting set up for Seth 
versus KO at WrestleMania. And, you know, this is something we just saw in 2020. I mean, duh. <laughs> like, come on. So super obvious now. Like, when they telegraph stuff, they really telegraph it. And uh, I actually like it because um, you love to see them going where you want them to go. Uh, like, the Seth-Kevin Owens thing was a thing that was meant to break up eventually. Like, that was obviously not... Two heels becoming best friends, that's obviously not meant to last. So you know that it had it has an expiry date. And they're just pointing towards the expiry date. And going by the looks of things, they are trying to go at it um, really early instead of you know cramming it at the last minute like AJ Styles and Omos. Sino mas babyface dito though? Uh, who do you think, Rowan? Oh, Seth, Seth, Seth. Uh, people already, yeah, yeah, yeah. People are already cheering for Seth. Uh, I think people need a reason to cheer for Seth again. So why not? And Kevin Owens just turned heel, right? so it's gonna be weird if they turned him face again. So it's WrestleMania from 2019, but with the roles reversed. Not uh, from 2020, but with the roles reversed. Yep, true. Can you guys buy Seth as a good guy though? Because he's smarmy, Yeah, but he wrestles really well, and people love to cheer him when he wrestles like a face. Uh, that's one of his really. That's one of his saving graces, really. Na uh, he is energetic and charismatic in the ring. Mas na enjoy ko yung ane, or mas na appreciate ko yung ganitong Seth Rollins na even if ganito na yung uh, parang Joker na siya, and then he's a babyface. Mas na appreciate ko to kaysa sa Monday Night Messiah gimmick niya. Yeah, the Monday Night Messiah gimmick was 100% heel though, Deba. Like, that was a guy who really went out of his way to make you hate him. This guy, I I think there's also something about the last year or so na parang, I, I guess he was just really, really effective at his job na people have begun to cheer for him. Yeah. No? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, um, they people are waiting for a storyline reason to cheer Seth. And it's just that they haven't gotten that because he likes to be smarmy and all that. Right, right. Speaking of uh, superstars whose alignments we don't know 100%, let's go back to Ronda. Face or heel? Rowan, what do you think? Uh, parang, parang medyo gitna eh. Pero siguro it will end up being a face. She will end up being a face. Uh, yeah, I mean, if she's going to go up against Charlotte, she's most probably going to be the face there, diba? Yeah. True, true. Yeah, it's super weird. Um. He, she wants to be a heel because she's pissed off and she might be legitimately pissed off by how the fans booed her last time. Uh, it's just that she will have to turn face, especially when you're going up against Charlotte and nobody wants to cheer Charlotte. So she's going to have to get over it and trust the fans again. And I think this is their way of making her endearing to the fans despite her not wanting it. Uh, Ricky saying in the comments na accurate yung description ni Becky of Ronnie that she is a little weirdo. Yeah, she kind of is at this point, no? <laughs> Mostly because she is in her feelings too much. Like, I think yung, ano, yung pagka hurt niya with the fans, I think that's all, that's all a shoot. And they're just having her translate it to the, uh, to her character work in the ring. It is a little weird. And I hope that somebody talks to her like, okay, you gotta get over it. You gotta embrace being embraced again because uh, you might you might not want to fall for it again. But at this time, I don't think you're in a spot where they're gonna turn on you again. 
Yeah, so people did miss her, but we said it. We, we said so, kanina. People miss Ronda, but over uh, almost three years din siya nawala. So, medyo weird nga nung lumabas siya sa Raw, imbisa dapat nagsa-celebrate siya na she's going to WrestleMania, nagmamaktol siya agad. Parang, bro, but galit ka? <laughs> Nanalo ka nga, di ba? Yeah, di ba? It, it's, it is weird, and she really will have to uh, get over her trust issues with the fans. Should, should make for a nice and fun little meta-narrative as we observe yung road to WrestleMania ni Ronda Rousey. Um, as for Becky Lynch, she gets Lita, the Hall of Famer, at Elimination Chamber. So um, I I didn't think this would happen. But I thought na Lita would you know come back, did that thing with Charlotte on that one episode on SmackDown, do the Rumble, and then we're not going to see Lita again for quite some time. But you know here she comes out on Raw and uh, manipulates basically see Becky into giving her a title match at the Elimination Chamber. So, uh, what do you think, Ro? Yeah, uh, there were plans to have Lita have a bigger run this time around. So, I don't mind this as long as she does the work. Like, um, she, you know, trains again. She improves her stuff uh, even better than before. Because It's been a while. It's been a while since she's actually done an extensive run. And this is no small feat of having a... Uh, women's championship match with Becky in a prime spot, diba. So you can't just rely on old tricks you know. You gotta keep up with the current active roster who who are by the way miles better than uh what the women's division looked like back in Lita's heyday. So I hope I have uh I really like this matchup and I hope that they do well with it and they uh really make the most of it by uh, not treating it lightly. Rowan, I know na Lita kind of predates your fandom. So what do you think about this from your perspective since you're a relatively newer fan compared to most of us here in the podcast community? Yeah, I, I was going to mention that. And feeling oh, this is going to be exciting since I've never seen a single match of her. Yeah, believe it or not, well, except the Rumble one. Uh, believe it or not, this is going to be a first match na one-on-one that I'm ever going to see. As an, I think she's an active now, I guess, or semi-active but. Well, I'm going to enjoy it either way. All right. Uh, questions from the comment section. See, Kyle, he's asking, do you think Lita versus Charlotte will happen at Mania? Uh, yeah. I Lita versus Charlotte? No, because Ronda and Charlotte is happening at Mania. That's that's um, what is going to be. Um, that's what the plan is right now because Ronda is booked for several SmackDowns moving forward. So... Uh, that's not just a rumor. That is literally what it says on the WWE.com uh, event schedule. Uh, see, Ricky is joking now. Hala, triple threat uh, ulit come WrestleMania. <laughs> see, Julian says now he feels it's Ronda, Becky, and Lita Charlotte at Mania. I mean, to everyone's credit, I like how they kind of have left the door so far a little bit open. Na Ronda still has an open path, diba? And parang my unresolved issues with Becky, my unfinished business with Charlotte. So that's something I appreciated coming off of yung uh, Monday Night Raw, uh, lalo na that, that last segment. Uh, Lance, <laughs> stupid question. All right, uh, let's take a break. You tell us, Lance. Was Zita a popular wrestler? You tell us, old man. <laughs> I would love to hear your, would love to hear your wisdom. We'll talk about uh, Dynamite, and we'll also look back on WWFX. Uh, before we do that, though, here's how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. 
All right, guys. So again, uh, there's always a sale on Shopee. So all you got to do to support the podcast while doing your online shopping on the site is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash the letter W, the number nine and the letter X. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the mobile app. So what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast. Again, at no extra cost to you. And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, let's get to some shout-outs over on Kumu. All right, guys, saying hey to the people on Kumu. Saying hey to Freddie Bernil. Hello, good evening. Hello, hello. Uh, what else do we have here? Jennifer Pantoniel NJ says, followed us. Thank you, thank you. Isabel has also sent us more. Hello, hello. Maraming salamat. Admin Angela sent us tikoy. Tamang-tama for the Uy. Chinese New Year. Hope you get rich, Admin Angela. Uh, Ariana Grande fan 17 just followed us. Thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you to everyone who has followed us. Uh, Nightmaster1984 asks who won the Royal Rumble this year. Well, we literally just flashed it. Kanina, it is Ronda Rousey for the women and Brock Lesnar for the men. Um, the more you know. Um, yeah, so thank you to everyone who has been watching us on Kumu and on Facebook. Uh, you guys have been great so far. Please smash the heart button and share Naren so that more people can uh, find out or can know that there is wrestling talk here on these platforms. All right, let's cross over to Dynamite, AEW, and let's talk about this because uh, CM Punk and MJF, they basically took up like the second half of the entire episode from this morning. So what do you guys think? Uh, th- was it built up properly? Did you enjoy what you saw? You know, it, it was a really long match with like two decisions, Diba. Right? Yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I watched it two times because I, I got to catch it uh, after the first decision live, and this is much better than Sammy versus Cody. Uh, I know this was a TV match, so there were two commercial breaks or three commercial breaks. That was there were a bit of a lull when they had to go through the commercial break, but it was so much fun, and so many things happened, so many stories were advanced. Uh, we get MJF Wardlow stuff, we get CM Puck MJF stuff, we get even get CM Puck Wardlow stuff. So really good uh, really good match if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, I like that AEW is just really committed to putting out good TV and then the pay-per-views are just by the ways. So uh, our friend Reddit Regal from r slash squared circle and smart Henry pointed out that the ring attire of Punk from Kanina was the same ring attire he wore at Over the Limit in 2010 uh, when he it. wrestled Rey Mysterio. Yeah, uh, I didn't catch that. Um, I... You guys are pretty weird for pointing out something that Punk wore 11 years or 12 years ago. <laughs> uh, I don't know who was even watching CM Punk versus Rey Mysterio from Over the Limit 2010, but it seems nice. I mean, no, no, I mean, like, good for you, right, Rowan, right, before, right before the no, right before this match, did you catch it? Like, how, how did you remember that that was what he was wearing? <laughs> well, I, I remember it because that was like one of the first 
match that I've seen CM Punk, and that was the time where he got his head shaved. Right. Uh, that, on that match. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um. I I could never really remember you mga ring attire. I mean, I guess there may be one that stand out, like Sasha Banks as Wonder Woman, the banung first ever Women's Royal Rumble. But like, you know, a- any other pay per view event, I I just can't remember everything, man. <laughs> Right. Uh, other stuff that went on on Dynamite was this very weird segment where Brandy Rhodes and Dan Lambert were trying to outheal one another. And then at the end, Paige Van Zandt came in and attacked Brandy. And I didn't know what to feel coming out of that because both Dan Lambert and Brandy Rhodes were being heels. I actually haven't seen this one yet because I haven't gotten through the whole show. But uh, ang daming Dan Lambert has so many fingers in so many pies. So... Uh, I think he's on the brink of being overused on the show. Like he's managing Lance Archer, he's managing Man of the Year. Now he's going back to bringing Paige Van Zant in AEW. So let's chill with the Dan Lambert. I know he can speak truth sometimes, but not everyone wants to see a lot of Dan Lambert on the show. So Dan Lambert was basically being self-aware that he's racist, sexist, and conservative and old. And you know he was making comments like that, like he made fun of Brandy's fake boobs and you know uh, insulted Cle- uh, Chicago. Then so Julian sent Johnny Brandy to call Chicago Cleveland because she was actually trying to get, get heat because for some reason she's a heel again. So yon, di ko lang naintindihan kasi normally diba, you, you kind of need a baby face here uh, for people to actually be interested because now it's just really really strange to me. Um, I, I want to take the time to point out that for some reason AEW is really, really weird with these alignments. Like, uh, I know that we live in a or we are currently watching a product that is more fluid than ever. Like, there aren't any set good or bad guys a lot of the times because people want to cheer who they want to cheer for, but sometimes you do have to give them a baseline of who to cheer for in this uh, particular. Uh, instance. So both with WWE and AEW, they're kind of making the mistakes of uh, just assuming people want to cheer for anyone and it doesn't matter anymore what their alignments are. So I can't tell if people are supposed to like Dan Lambert, people are supposed to like Brandy because she's a hot woman or whatever. So this isn't a good practice and it really needs to correct soon because uh, a lot of people are confused and we just want to know who the good guys are. Yeah. Uh, Sabini Lance, Dan Lambert should make his own faction. The Lambert Family Office. I only approve of that because it spells out LFO. Yun lang. <laughs> All right. Um, let's, let's go to our TBT. Let's celebrate WWFX because 10 years ago, by tomorrow, 10 years ago, uh, this glorious show happened here in the Philippines. And it was the WWFX Champion Showcase Tour. So, you know, people like John Morrison, Shelton Benjamin, Chris Masters, MVP, Carlito, Melina, they, uh, they were all here. I was really lucky to be a part of it. I uh, won the, that contest and I was the guest ring announcer for the Melina Jillian Hall match. Got to, you know, hang out with Colt Cabana backstage, be with him in the ring. Uh, at the time, I'm going to admit, I si Colt Cabana. Nun. I just knew the name Colt Cabana. And then when I met him, ah, siya pala si Colt Cabana, right? And I also got to host the meet and greet, which was not connected to the contest I won, by the way. So, sobrang happenstance lang that uh, those two things happened. So, um, as, as Ro shares his thoughts and mamaya si Rowan, uh, Babyface producer Gellitz flashed some of my pictures from, uh, from that time 10 years ago. Yeah, so this was my very first live wrestling event. 
back then, I was already in college and um, back then because when Raw and SmackDown came over to the to Manila, uh, I was I was a high school student with no budget of my own, so I really couldn't go and I couldn't um, really ask for money uh, to shell for my parents to shell out and go get a ticket to So this one, I even remember I had to borrow money from Stan to get a ticket here and I paid him back, but it was pretty fun. And it was everything I expected live wrestling to be. Nah, um, it was the entire thing happening in front of you. Shempere, we're all used to camera cuts and commentary um, from TV, from TV wrestling. So it was a pretty mind blowing change of pace. And uh, at that point, I just hoped that it wasn't my last ever wrestling event. So it was pretty fun. And I pretty sure that a lot of people really went because these were former WWE names and they really that they really leveraged their status as WWE alumni. And to think that yung uh, wrestling show na puro uh, WWE mid-carters, if you will. So it was pretty fun. It was a fun time that was had by all. And uh, a lot of people in the comments are saying that a second show. That is pretty weird. I don't know why they never had a second show. Uh, we have to get uh, Davari or Colt Cabana on the podcast to find out why a second show never happened because their business model was pretty good. Uh, right on the coattails of their reputations as former WWE wrestlers and, uh, you know, put on tickets for less than WWE prices. So I can't imagine why they did not put on another show after the, after Manila. Yeah, uh, see, Sean Devari was the booker. So nalaman ko lang on the day itself kasi nga, ba, I won that guest announcer contest. And see, Devari talaga yung punong abala backstage telling people where to go, what to do. And I saw the dude in action. Even yung part na lalabas ako, siya yung nagdidirect sa akin. O to gagawin mo, dito ka titingin, all that stuff. Uh, telling me na, oh, after the Melina Jillian Hall match, uh, Luke Gallows is going to come out with a chair and try to beat you with it. So, uh, powder out of the ring and then Lalabasi Rhino and all that stuff. So, that, that was pretty fun, pretty cool for 22 year old me to like be given instructions like, oi, magkaka segment, ito gagawin mo, eting spots mo, diba? So, uh, pretty fun ex- uh, experience overall. Ikaw, Rowan, you weren't in our orbit yet at the time, but you were at this event too. So, what do you remember? All right. Uh, well, before I answer that question, let's talk about dun sa hindi na natulog ng second show ang WWFX. Like I remember the show suddenly promo- being promoted in Russia. Tapos yeah, I remember yeah. that too. Yeah. Hindi mm. si John Morrison yung champion. Like they're promoting Chris Masters, I believe, and then he will take on Kozlov. But anyway, uh, to answer your question, um, WWFX means a lot to me, and for me, I am lucky in my part. Magkaybatay na story roe. So ako as a kid, of course, I have to ask my parents some tickets. Uh, so, ang condition is I have to have good grades. So, 10-year-old me would answer you guys, hindi nyo alam kung ano pinagdaanan ko. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Even if responsibilidad mo actually na mag-aral at pumata no, ng... No, but, but you're know? lucky though kasi you got to go at 10 years old. At 10 years old, uh, my mom would have never let me touch wrestling at all. Yeah. So, yeah, continue. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, kailan seat work, homework, quiz, exam. Not perfect. Kailan, perfect. Oh, oh. Damn. <laughs> Jeez. And I aced them all. So I'm pretty lucky and I get to watch the event with my parents. And I'm great wow. I'm great for that. What what did your parents think of the show? <laughs> well, I, I actually 
you know, I didn't ask this to them. So maybe the more important question is, or the more important thing is, they are happy that I am happy. That's good. Okay. All right. See, Abby uh, in Kumu says that she won four lower box tickets from a radio station. I don't know which radio station that was. Yeah, that and wasn't us. <laughs> Carlito slapped her hand during the match. So they, they by the Carlito versus, I believe it was uh, MVP. Snitsky. Snitsky, Snitsky. It was a uh, false count anywhere match. And they went to the crowd. And they... Managed to brawl all over the place, which was really fun. And if you're a wrestler, that's super easy. That's like the easiest thing to do in a match. Uh, just, you know, brawl all over the place. And they got to our section at Lower Box. I was with Anthony Coelho. And, you know, uh, I reached out my hand and he touched my hand with his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and you felt it, brother. <laughs> yeah, I felt it, brother, brother. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so kami na Row and Anthony, yung area namin was, was lower box kasi mga 3K yon at the time, which is yeah, pretty yeah. cheap, diba? In retrospect. Um, ikaw, Rowan, where were you and your parents seated? Uh, I believe, hang on, let, let me look at my, uh, upper, upper box B. Okay, so, that's not so bad. Yeah. And it was a great view. And medyo malayo kami kay Carlito versus Snitsky dun sa nag sila on the, on the stands. Uh, gusto ko lang i-mention to yung sinabi ni Glendale Go. Uh, si Rowan pala yung baby na sinipa ni Snitsky. <laughs> wow. Uh, si Julian is asking, since you've attended wrestling shows live, is it true that the experience is a lot different than when it's being aired or uploaded online? Oh, sobra. Yeah, dude. Um, there is, I think, a lot of uh, misconception with uh, live wrestling because a lot of exposure to wrestling that we have is through TV. So you're used to camera cuts, uh, different camera angles, uh, commentary. commentary. So none of that is present when you watch a show live. Everything is just one angle and you're watching it unfold from that uh, literal, your own hard cam. So it changes you. It really changes you. And especially if you, can, if you see a uh, fan video of a match, Na isa lang yung angle niya. That's pretty much how it is. That's pretty much how it is uh, watching an, a show live. So it has to be really exciting to get the people's attention. But to be uh, to give everyone credit, it doesn't take much for a wrestling match to be exciting. Because you just need a lot of action. You just need crowd participation to have it be fun for all involved. Yeah. Uh, I remember my very first uh, re- live wrestling event. Ganun din. I was like, oh, but walang commentary. Yun talaga yung, ano ko, yung, yung tinatanong ko at the time. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Rowan, let me ask you this. Did you and your parents take part in the booing as well? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> din sila uh, we, I think they had fun as well. Yeah. So, ingit na ingit din ako sa'yo nun. And, pero looking back, I think magkakalat din naman ako if 10-year-old Rowan would show up there. <laughs> Yeah, so, pretty sure. I think everybody who I've ever encountered who said that they were at that event took part in the booing. I mean, Rowan and Anthony are my friends, and they took part in the booing. So, <laughs> I say, uh, uh, for those who don't know the context of this booing, I said there was a contest about if you guys remember, there was a contest online on social media on Facebook where you had to get uh, the most number of likes with your picture. Uh, to be the special guest ring announcer for WWFX. And that was apparently for just one match. And they just, uh, Colt Cabana would just let you say the name. And that was yeah. the entire ring announcing experience. 
Yep. So uh, a lot of people wanted to win the opportunity to get in the ring and announce Melina and uh, Jillian Hall. Uh, but Stan won it because he uh, had friends and he had So yeah. everyone had to boo him for getting the chance of a lifetime. It was super close. Like there was a guy na sober neck and neck kami until like the very very end. And I really leveraged new radio exposure. Ko. Like I kept plugging that shit on radio, on social media. So yeah, I, I used every advantage I could get. Um, Bruce is asking what were, what was I doing? Was I seated with Colt Cabana? No, I wasn't. I was in the back sa Gorilla. Yun lang. Like throughout the first half, I was at Gorilla and waiting for my cue. And then when I came out, I did the old Daniel Bryan entrance, yung gumaga nun pa yung finger ni Bryan. So I did that to, you know, get more people to boo me. And then I got in the ring, did the thing, and then got out when I had to. And that was it. And then after that, uh, by the second half, kasama ko na si Roe and Anthony. So there. Bruce asks, uh, who was the girl winner? I'm actually friends with the girl winner kasi because of that contest. I forgot how we became friends. But uh, we just became friends. And she is no longer a wrestling fan. Uh, sad to say, yeah, sad to say, she kind of grew out of it because I don't see her posting about wrestling anymore. So, yun, uh, I'm not gonna divulge her because she's not anywhere in the community anymore. So, uh, sorry, Bruce, you don't get to find out who she is. But she was just another, <laughs> she was just another contestant, and I just yeah. got to know her through the contest because we all joined the contest. Hmm. Yeah, and I uh, know. Uh, see, Ro was supposed to actually have been my plus one backstage because that that girl brought a plus one. Eh, I think the ticket ni Ro was with Anthony and Anthony came in late or some shit. No, no, so, I, yun, came in late. I came in late. Uh, I came in super late because like, I came all the way from the south. Uh, I didn't uh, estimate properly the amount of traffic I would have to go through. So On a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, on a Saturday. So it was pretty bad. That was my bad. Yeah, so yun, sayang, uh, missed opportunity. But yeah, there. Uh, that's our little retrospective on WWFX as we look back on 10 years since that glorious event took place here in the Philippines. Lord knows kung kailan tayo ulit magkakaroon ng live wrestling dito. But uh, in, in the meantime, we're going to get to our pick of the week. So let's start with you, Rowan, since it's your first uh, full live show, full live stream. What's your pick of the week? So my pick of the week would be the Elimination Chamber qualifying match between AJ Styles and Rey Mysterio. Uh, this was an, an amazing back and forth match, and every single move nagka counter sila napawaw talaga ako. And this remind this match really reminded me of how I loved Rey Mysterio in the first place. Although despite his efforts, uh, I really liked his performance. And feeling ko tuloy, I need to buy WWE 2K22. Okay. Yeah, but you're gonna need a better yeah. console. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> All right, Igaro, what's your pick of the week? All right, my pick of the week is from this morning. I was originally gonna be Seth versus Roman from the Royal Rumble, pero uh, Punk versus MJF happened, and you can't not make that your pick of the week. It was just that good. All right, my pick of the week was Senor Bunny coming back to WWE. Uh, I like your reaction ko when his music hit and he came out. That was all genuine. Really loved it. Um, I had to explain to my dad who Bad Bunny is because he asked, "Is he a big deal? Like, who is this Bad Bunny?" Na to? And you know, um, I, I guess he's semi-mainstream and semi-niche, I guess. But you know, uh, I, I have a lot of love for Bad Bunny and his music and everything that he does uh, in front of the camera. So that's my pick of the week. Let's get to yours in the comment section. Uh, Jackie, admin Jackie picks uh, Bianca Belair beating Becky Lynch in 12 seconds. I think that was the dark match coming out of Raw. Roman J picks AJ versus Ray as well. And It Couple versus The Grit Couple from the Rumble. Um, 
si Ricky, that's his pick then. I'm not sure if uh, yung sinasabi ni Rowan na AJ versus Rey Mysterio kanina. Leo picks the Becky Lynch guesting on the Broken Skull Sessions as well as AJ versus Mysterio and Diamond Mind versus Imperium from yesterday's NXT. Bruce picks Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory and Rey Mysterio versus AJ Styles from Raw. Si Lance, pick of the week niya kanina lang nung nagmura si Rowe. All right. Uh, Glendale picks Danhausen meeting John Moxleyhausen. Uh, Boswaki picks the Seth Rollins entrance when he did the shield thing. Emil picks a race new entrance in NXT with her new gimmick. See Julian picked the Bad Bunny and John Knox, uh, Johnny Knoxville with his Shibata-like strikes. Good stuff. Admin Angela picks Rose cussing as well. And CM Punk MJF and the Moxley and Brian Danielson segment. And see Boswaki. Picks Okay, so I actually did that deliberately. So ayun, uh, when when Shinsuke Nakamura's music played, like sinajako talaga to say that because I, I I thought it would pop somebody. So, ayun, but I never planned to cuss. All right, that's it. That's it. No, no, Kumu. All right, Kamageddon picks uh, Shuri versus uh, Mirai and uh, Starlight Kid versus Natsupoi from Stardom. Uh, also, I just wanted to shout out the boss Ron Hausen for yes. dropping, for randomly jumping in our uh, wrestling wrestling podcast internal chat after not hearing from him for a while and admitting that he is a fan Hausen of Dan Hausen. Yeah, so that popped me too. So it, it's it's nice to know when you know uh, one of, one of the other things in wrestling makes its way to yung uh, head honcho natin dito sa podcast network Asia. All right, so let's give away yung ating prize for this week. We have the Mega Cloud Storage uh, 2 terabyte account. Tatlo lang yung entries natin for this week. So you have a 33 and one third percent chance to win. All right, Babyface Producer Gel, spin that wheel. Rowan, go sing your thing. All right, who is it? Who's it going to go be? Who's it going to be? <laughs> oh. All right. Sorry, Our sorry Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Ricky. Our winner is Aaron Alvarez. So, it's Aaron. He's already prize na siya dito sa Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. So, it just goes to show na kung uh, sali ka ng sali, the, the more chances of winning, di ba? We have, we have one more to give away, di ba? So, all is not lost. Uh, mm-hmm. Ricky, you might have to change your name like your uh, like your father. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, good luck next week, Ricky. We have another one to give away, courtesy of our friends from Mega and Machong Chismisa ng podcast and ang sponsor ng ibang podcast. All right, as we get out of here, anything to plug, Rowan? Uh, let's plug in yung ano, audio-only episode natin about uh, WWE 2K features that we want to exist. And 2K, galingan yun, ha? <laughs> and uh, subscribe to our Patreon and read our reviews, uh, res- weekly wrestling reviews. All right. How about you, Ro? Uh, yeah. Uh, just uh, follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod because we are answering a lot of questions. We are going on lives. Follower base now because that's where uh, we are at our biggest. So that's. Uh, get some partnerships done like you know uh, get some sponsorships on tiktok so if you haven't followed us yet again at wrestling 2x pod and read smart henry that's all i can say all right 
And as for me, uh, go check out the uh, go check out the other stuff that I've been doing outside of the podcast on Linktree, linktr.ee slash Stan C says. I sorry, sorry, I almost forgot. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have an article on uh, multisport.ph right now. It's about my overall fitness during the 22 or 23 months of the pandemic so far. So if you are struggling with your fitness or if you're struggling with thoughts about how you're worried about whether you're fit or you're healthy or not, I try to give you some comfort by sharing my own story. Again, multisport.ph, multisport.ph. My article's right there, yeah. Um, since it's two days after Chinese New Year, plug on my other podcast. Now steaming, a Chinoy podcast. We talked about Chinese New Year traditions and Tikoy. Lots and lots of Tikoy. Uh, follow the podcast at Wrestling Twix Pod on Twitter and on TikTok, on Facebook and Instagram. It is at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And on Spotify, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Individually, we are at Monday Night Rowan, N-I-T-E on Twitter, N-I-G-H-T on Instagram, at Roiswar, at Chino Supersized for Chino, who's not here, and for me, at underscore Stan C. Thank you very much to Babyface producer Gel and the rest of the Podcast Network Asia team for putting these live streams and episodes together for all of you. And thank you to all, all the subscribers, listeners, patrons, friends. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Don't forget to stay safe. Keep those double masks up. Get your vaccines and your boosters if you can. And by May 2022, let's go out and vote. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.